Hey podcasters, welcome back to another episode of Cass and Bucky's Pivoting Adventures for Business. Unfortunately, Bucky cannot make it today, so I myself, Cass, am going to lead you through a few stories and transitions that I made over multiple jobs during my my time at, at university. I hope you enjoy. Welcome, 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 welcome. Unfortunately, Bucky can't make it today, so it's just me, Cass. As exciting as that sounds, it's going to be great because I can talk about whatever I want. Bucky's not here to police what I have to say. I'm really excited about it. And I hope you are too. I'm going to tell you about three jobs that I had during university and how I transitioned into getting those jobs and what happened in between those jobs uh, to move into those positions. So it'll be hopefully interesting and kind of let everyone know a little bit about myself and kind of how transitions between jobs works. So I hope everyone has enjoys this episode. So I started college back in 2009 after graduating from high school. Pretty standard story. Went to the local state high school and quickly realized I didn't really prepare financially for uh, for going to college and I knew I didn't want to take out a bunch of loans so I quickly realized hey this costs money I'm going to need a job so I applied and I applied and I applied I applied for a bunch of different jobs ended up landing a position for working in the cafeteria and and one of the dorms uh I never lived in a dorm so I'm Hopefully I'm explaining this right, but there's cafeterias that if you have a food card or whatever, uh, going to university, you live in the dorms, you go down to the little cafeteria area and they have a bunch of different shops or restaurants that you can go to and and get your food or whatever. So I I worked in one of those and it it was actually pretty funny because whenever I got the call, I had applied like one or two months before I got a call for the position and uh, they called me, didn't say what company it was or what organization it was to come in for an interview. And so I just rolled with it. I said, yeah, I, I, I know who you guys are and I can definitely come in for an interview. They told me where to come, what time to come. And I didn't have any experience previously in the food industry so when I showed up for the interview is I don't think the guy interviewing me who ran the, the, the restaurant um, section that I ended up working in, I don't think he wanted to hire me because I had zero previous experience. It was, it was kind of a long shot for him, but I think he called me because everyone else he probably tried to hire ended up not wanting to take the position. So that was... <sighs> You know, I knew I was capable of doing the job, but it was just really interesting. So I worked there for a while. I worked there starting uh, where the school I went to did it by uh, a terms, uh, not semesters, but by uh, uh, trimester. So we had three terms over the nine months. And so I started working in the second term of the year and ended up doing that for... I want to say only two two terms. So I only worked there for about half a year and 
it was great at first one and then another individual was hired that was very difficult to work with and he was nice but he was older he had a lot of experience in the past doing a bunch of different other things so I think he really felt as though he should be the leader and kind of and and he worked full-time versus I was working part-time uh so he really kind of just ended up trying to be a boss and I hated it and I wasn't necessarily really enjoying working in the food industry. So I was looking for another job and this is the first transition I really made and I got really lucky. So I lived in a house off campus with a, with 50 other guys. It was just a guy's co-op house. It was, it wasn't a, uh, it wasn't a fraternity or anything but it was just a co-op house and I was up late one night talking with a guy that was a junior or senior at the time. I was a freshman again and I was just telling him about my job, telling him, you know, I really want something different. I'm not enjoying working in the food industry. And I got really lucky because he was transitioning out of the position that he was working at. It was a rave research, the wave research laboratory uh, at the university that I was working at. And so, Hey, he said, Hey, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be leaving at the end of this term. This was spring term of my freshman year. And he said, why don't you come by? I'll introduce you to my, my boss and we'll see if, if this is something you want to do. So I ended up showing up a week later and he was there and his boss was there and uh, they they basically just showed me around the Wave Research Lab. They have a flume, which is, is like a, a, they have, I mean, the purpose of the whole facility was to do tsunami uh, wave research and kind of a few other things as well, uh, mostly focusing on tsunami research. But there was two main uh two main bodies of water that was in this facility. One we called the flume, which was just a, a like a 12 foot wide and probably I want to say 40 yard, 50 yard. I might be totally off on that really, but a really, really long shoot. And it was probably, I want to say, I want to say 30 feet deep. It was really deep. I mean, it was, it was big enough to where we, before I got there, people used to actually surf in the flume. And so what you have is this huge machine that pushes a concrete wall and creates a wave. And then you put, you can, you can end up putting different inclines of like a shoreline and then create different types of waves. The second wasn't as deep. It was probably 15 feet deep, half as deep, but it was much bigger it was more like a square and uh, I don't know the exact dimensions of it, but it's really big and it was big enough to where there was a huge wall at the back where you had the, the tsunami wave maker and you could do 3d waves. So you can send in waves from the side or send in waves at different angles. Really cool job. But what was interesting about this quote unquote interview was that it really was just showing me around seeing that I was a, a pretty decent guy and I ended up getting the job. So it was a really easy transition. And I loved working there. It was great. Uh, 
The hard thing, though, is that over the summer, uh, during the school year, you have multiple people working at the facility. And so they would have different shifts of, for college kids to come in. You'd have a morning or afternoon shift. It was usually a four-hour shift. So they would have enough students to be able to cover. And you, would, you, you as an individual would have two or three shifts on a term. So you're working eight or 12 hours a week. And, you know, that was great. But then whenever summer came, there's only two people that would work full time at the Wave Research Lab. So it kind of became a problem because people ended up trying to get a position there. They wanted to be, I mean, it was hard. It was a fairly hard competition just to, to work there over the summer. Usually there was more than two people that wanted to work there. And so I had talked to my, my boss at the time and, and he actually, uh, just through networking because of, of him knowing people in a different, in the uh, different engineering organizations was actually reached out to by a professor in the coastal oceanic atmospheric science, uh, department and that uh, that professor was like, "Hey, uh, ask my boss. Hey, how how do you uh, hire how how do you hire college kids?" And so my boss at the the research lab said, "Hey, you know, I've got got a few kids, and I got one guy that's interested in working here over the summer." And that's how I was able to pivot and transition into a, a new position over the summer. Um, I ended up at the end of the summer going back and and working at the Wave Research Lab. But this is probably the most fun job that I had at university. So I think it was my, my junior junior year of, of college. I ended up working for the summer as uh, working on updating tsunami hazard maps on the Pacific Coast. And so we were doing bathymetry and topography. To tell you a little bit about that, we would set up an, uh, a GPS system and sometimes we used a transmitter because we were running these huge, huge spreads on the, the shoreline. Um, and so we were dealing with extremely like, like, like 10, 15,000 kilometers off of, of one GPS location. So we'd set up a transmitter, we'd dial in the GPS system and we would have people walk the beach and we would have to sometimes, you know, depending on the tide, we'd have to wake up at four in the morning and you went to bed at 10 at night because at the end of the day, you got to clean up everything. You got to make dinner. Then you got to have a, and there was a meeting to, to prepare for the next day. So the very first week that I worked, um, on this job, I worked 80 hours which is insane. That was the most I've ever worked in a, a single week. But what was great about it is we would be out on the field for a week and then we'd be back at home for a week. And I just got to offload the hours I made, the the extra hours I had. Because I was a student, you weren't, you're not allowed to work more than 40 hours. I was allowed to offload the other 40 hours onto the next week. So I would work typically probably 60 to 70 hours a week and then I would just transition to 20 to 30 hours to the next week and then only have to work half time to fill in the extra 40 hours.
So it was really nice. But we wake up super early in the morning. We'd run these topography lines. Uh, and then we also did in the afternoon after that. I mean, afternoon is more like, you know, it would be like 10 in the morning. So not actually afternoon, just middle of the morning. It felt like late morning. It felt like the afternoon by the time, you know, you start at 4, by the time 10, 10, 10 a.m. rolls around, it, it feels like the afternoon. Uh, but we would we had two different jet skis, and on the jet skis, we'd set up a computer system with an eco sounder and a GPS locator. And we had a, a computer as well where we would be able to run our, our transect lines and we were mapping the bottom of the ocean and we were doing that for updating tsunami hazard maps. And we also did a little bit of work for a, a tribe in the Pacific Northwest, uh, a native American tribe, uh, that wanted to, to kind of map out the bottom of their shoreline. So that was really fun. And it was, a, it was a really good experience and I really enjoyed it. And, um, those are my stories of, of transitioning different jobs in, 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 in college. So I hope you enjoyed it and should be back on Thursday with Bucky. Take care. Hey everyone. Thanks so much for listening. As always, you can reach us at Cass and Bucky at gmail.com. If you have any questions or concerns, or you just want to say hi, we'll see you again on Thursday.